यस हरे कृष्णा ओके आई थिंक दैट नाउ आई एम सोर्ट ऑफ गेटिंग इट आई एम एक्सपेरिमेंटिंग विद दिस लाइव स्ट्रीमिंग आई नेवर डन इट माइसेल्फ इट्स द फर्स्ट टाइम सो होप इट्स गोइंग टू वर्क better now yes i mean it seems to be better from my perspective so um welcome to this series of uh, of many many lectures which i'm planning to give this year on the chaitanya charitamrita i thought of writing a book on the chaitanya charitamrita for a very very long time and i have over the years spent a lot of time researching the topic and uh, and reading all the biographies of chaitanya mahaprabhu because i saw that krishnadas kaviraj used that material in his in his book um Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami constructed the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, he personally started his biography later, after all the others, and Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami never met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But some or other Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami had been trained in Vrindavan. in the association of of the goswamis so he was very learned in the philosophy of the goswamis in the books of the goswamis and very realized 
And he had also had intimate association of Raghunadas Goswami. And Raghunadas Goswami, he had been close to Srubdhamadar Goswami. Srubdhamadar Goswami was the personal secretary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was very intimate and close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he had written a diary of the final days of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That diary got lost and Raghunadas somehow or other heard it and memorized it and brought it to Krishna's Kaviraj, who based on that, constructed the, the, the later pastimes of Chaitanya Charitamrita and took the uh, biographies of, of various other writers on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and constructed the earlier life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Chaitanya Charitamrita then is divided into three sections. The Adi Lila, the, the early pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from his childhood and youth, and also a philosophical explanation of the nature of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his immediate expansions in five features, the Panchatattva, um, the branches of the Chaitanya tree. Then in Madhya Lila, Chaitanya, the intermediate part of the Chaitanya, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taken the sannyas and he begins to preach as an acharya. He begins to travel to South India. He establishes Krishna consciousness. He interacts with the various sampradayas, the Madhva sampradaya, the uh, Ramanuja sampradaya. He interacts with great personalities like Ramananda Rai. And, uh, and, and he finally comes to uh, Jagannath Puri, there's Ratiyatra and so on, and then the Madhi Lila closes with, uh, with the teachings to Rupa and Sanatan, which uh, are giving us very deep insights into uh, the philosophy of uh, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching it. So in this way, we get an insight in Chaitanya Charitamrita in both the pastimes and the philosophy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In the Antya Lila, we are experiencing a, a description of the topmost, of the topmost uh, levels of Krishna consciousness, the Vrindavan pastimes. Basically, the Antya Lila, it's describing how Rupa Goswami, uh, on the way to Puri, came through Satyabhamapur, the place where Satyabhama, one of the queens of Krishna, came from. And how he spent the night there. And then at night he had a dream. And in his dream, this female personality, Satyabhama, appeared who instructed him and said, you are writing a play about the pastimes of Krishna, but you should not write one play. Instead of one play, you should, you should write two. You should write one play about the pastimes of Krishna in Vrindavan and another play about the pastimes of Krishna outside of Vrindavan. So then Rupa Goswami took it that Satyabhama had instructed him to divide the pastimes of Krishna over two plays. 
And he did so. These plays are known as Vidakta Madhava and Lalita Madhava. So in the Antilila 1, uh, there's a description of the uh, Vidakta Madhava. The first chapter is called Srila Rupa Goswami's Second Meeting with the Lord. Uh, Rupa Goswami uh, came to meet the Lord now in Jagannath Puri. Um, uh, he had before met him in Prayag, where he received the first instructions. And now we met again. And during that time, uh, Ramananda Rai had a discussion with uh, Rupa Goswami in the presence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and others about the play that he had written. And Ramananda Rai was very expert about uh, Sanskrit playwriting, and he uh, inquired from Rupa Goswami how he had written his play, what introduction, and so on. And then uh, Rupa Goswami explained, and in the, in the cause of that, he comes out with amazing descriptions, particularly about the internal mood of Srimata Radharani, and how she is uh, going through feelings of separation, and describing actually the most intimate features of her attachment to Krishna. So in this way, we see how in this first chapter, we're going up to the intimate descriptions about, uh, about love of God. We're now entering into the core of it. Uh, um, and yes, so it's interesting that as we are taken up by Krishna's Kaviraj in, these, in this chapter, then uh, later in Antilila, in the following chapters, the next chapter is the chastisement of Junior Haridas. And it's basically about Junior Haridas, a sannyasi, intimately speaking with a lady, and in this way, transgressing the rules, the prescribed rules of, of behavior. He was a sannyasi, as a sannyasi, he had particular prescribed duties everyone has according to ashram and according to Vaishnav behavior. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu banned Haridas from his, Jota Haridas, from his personal association. And as a result, uh, Jota Haridas was, was very, very much aggrieved and uh, all the devotees were aggrieved and they were trying to uh, get Mahaprabhu to change his mind, but he didn't. Because he, he set a very strict standard for sannyasis. And he pointed out that the that sadhachar, or the behavior of saintly persons is to be followed. So that is interesting. Um, another example that comes up a little later is the example of uh, Jagadananda Pandit, who is uh, who is junior to Sanatana Goswami, uh, but somehow or other uh, decides to instruct Sanatana Goswami and give him give him advice of what to do. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, "Who is this Jaga? He's just an upstart. Who's he to?" advise you, even I go to you for advice. He said, I will never accept anyone 
was not adhering to sadhachar, to the behavior of, uh, to Vaishnav etiquette or the behavior of a saintly person. So again, he's emphasizing it there. Uh, another case is in, in the Anchya Lila, is the description of one of the brothers of Ramananda Roy. Ramananda Roy, besides being a great devotee and being uh, one of the most intimate associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Guru Ganesh Deepika uh, is identifying him as Vishaka. Uh, or, well, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta did actually. Uh, so, anyway. The, uh, the point is, is that um, Gopinath Patanaika, he was a brother of Ramananda Rai. So uh, the whole family was dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Ramananda Rai was a governor for the uh, king of Orissa and Gopinath Patanaika was a tax collector. So Gopinath Patanaika had had uh, collected a lot of money, but he had not paid all to to the to the king. So there was money due, and he had spent a bit more than he was supposed to. So anyway, the king, his uh, uh, his son, the prince, one of the princes, was assigned to uh, collect the money, and uh, this prince and Gopinath were not doing very well in their personal interaction. There was a lot of, uh, yeah, there was an unpleasant uh, relationship. And uh, so Gopinath said, well, I don't have any money right now, but I can give you these valuable horses that I have. And please count them against the payment. Uh, please assess these horses according to their do value and let's deduct that value of the uh, of the debt. And in this way, Gopinath was looking to uh, come to a settlement. That settlement was not, uh, it, it went wrong. The prince, he didn't want to give a proper price for these horses. And now the prince, he had a particular characteristic which was a little uh, unusual. He had some sort of twitch that he would every once in a while uh, throw his head backwards. And uh, so Gopinath made a sneering remark about that. And he said that, look, Please give me the proper price for my horses. These are very good, valuable horses. There's nothing wrong with them. They don't have any faults. They don't throw their neck backwards or anything like that. So, you know, that personal insult to the prince, well, the prince was not really appreciating so much. And he had Gopinath arrested. And Gopinath Patanaika was then placed on the changa. The changa is a contraption made for uh, for avoiding the death penalty. It's it's uh, the person is placed on a stage, and then just in front of the stage, below, many swords are placed in the earth with upraised points, and then 
they take the person and just throw them on the swords. So it sounds like a uh, quite a ghastly arrangement. And Gopinath was on this, uh, this platform, on the Chandra. And people came and said uh, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, what can I do if he doesn't, doesn't pay his, his, his dues to the king? If he's not acting according to proper social behavior, then what can I do? Uh, the fact that he's a devotee doesn't excuse him. That is the point. Uh, devotees then are obliged to follow the uh, proper standards of proper behavior. The story carries on and ultimately Gopinath Patanaik is safe, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is not happy about it, that he, um, that the king has excused him because of his connection with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu via Ramananda Rai. Uh, the king has, has written off the debt to Gopinath. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was pointing out, this is all not very, he's not happy about it because he wants to imprint upon the mind of all uh, that adhering to proper behavior remains essential for a Vaishnava, even when one gets to the exalted stage. Now, um, there's an example of, uh, you know, let's go first to the Madhurya Kadambini where Vishnu Chakravarti uh, Thakur explains how the influence of Maya remains present even in advanced stages of Krishna consciousness. So it said even at the stage of Ruchi, Maya is still there, even when one has taste to hear about the pastimes of Krishna. So even if we are relishing the descriptions of the Vidakta Madhava of Rupa Goswami, and even if we are actually appreciating how wonderful these sentiments are of Srimata Radharani and of the other residents of Vrindavan, when they're feeling great, when they have strong feelings of separation for Krishna, how amazing this all is, and that we are actually have a genuine taste for this. That doesn't mean that we are necessarily free from the influence of Maya. And that therefore, uh, the influence of Maya, Krishna does, explains even in more advanced stages, like Ashakti, where deep attachment is there for Krishna. That even then, even in Bhav, there's still a shadow of the material influence. Um, in Prem, one is completely free from this. Uh, Rupa Goswami talking about the same topic in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is commenting that in, in Bhav, there is still a sense of place, still a sense of suffering due to the uh, the, the remnants of previous Vaishnava Aparat. So anyway, to become completely free from the influence of Maya is, is not a simple thing. That takes, takes time. Even in advanced stages of Krishna consciousness, uh, some degree of the influence of Maya is still present until one comes to Krishna praying, then, one, then Maya is completely absent. So, uh, therefore, the Vaishnavas are simultaneously following two paths. Um, the 
internal paths and the external paths, the antapanta and the bhayapanta. Srila Prabhupada pointed out that in the in the process of devotional service, um, in, in the act of devotion, it says there is the, um, there is sadhana bhakti, bhava bhakti, and prema bhakti. Devotion service, three categories. There's sadhana bhakti, devotional service in cultivation, in practice. Uh, bhava bhakti, devotional service in ecstasy and prema bhakti devotional service in pure love. Now, in this sadhana bhakti, there are two divisions given of practice. Uh, one is vaidhi, according to rules and regulations, and the other one is raganuga, raga anuga, following in the footsteps of those who have attachment to the Lord. Uh, well, in the advanced stages, when we come to ruchi, then we may be... Uh, beginning to develop some attachment. But it, it doesn't mean that the influence of Maya is also not there. So one still is also careful to adhere to sadhachar, to the behavior of saintly persons. This is important to notice. So like this, we are uh, appreciating that uh, these two paths are there. Srila Prabhupada said we are like on two tracks. Uh, one track is the Bhagavad Vidi of, or the path of the Bhagavad, the path of direct glorification of the Supreme Lord. Sravanam, Kirtanam, and Smaranam, hearing, chanting, and remembering and the path of uh, Pancharatriki, the external path where we are externally regulating our behavior in deity worship, uh, like rising early in the morning, taking baths, remembering the names of our deities, uh, then uh, putting, uh, putting tilak in 12 places on the body, uh, reciting prayers and uh, and so on in this way uh in the hari bhakti vilas sanatana goswami has elaborately described what sadachar is and rupa goswami also in bhakti rasamrita sindhu nectar devotion so uh these things are very important. Um, so we're dealing with pancharatriki, the external regulation of behavior, and the internal cultivation of Krishna consciousness. Now, in the advanced stages of Krishna consciousness, there is still this cultivation. Now, the cultivation will be to gradually uh, develop our eternal identity. Um, through Krishna consciousness, through this process of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we first of all find an identity as a sadhana, as a practitioner. We are uh, walking a path where it is very clear how to how to act, how not to act. So we learn how to act. Right? 
in a path of prescribed behavior so that every single one of our actions will awaken uh, love for Krishna and that every one of our acts is an act of devotional service. Then as we begin to, as something begins to awaken, some taste begins to awaken in Ruchi, we are gradually beginning to cultivate that more. In due course of time, in a Shakti, we begin to go towards developing a taste for serving the Lord in a particular mood, in a particular rasa, uh, either as a lover of the Lord, as the parent of the Lord, as the friend of the Lord, as the servant of the Lord, or even in a neutral state. So these things uh, will gradually start to emerge. And gradually, as we are uh, approaching Prem, we become Premaruruksu, approaching Prem. And it is then, Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes in Anilam Chintamani, that the uh, Varnadasa, the uh, 11 symptoms of one's spiritual identity begin to develop. Now, there are two ways to develop that spiritual identity. Um, one way is by the internal path, simply glorifying Krishna, chanting his name, chanting about his glories, hearing about these glories and remembering these glories, it will be automatically awakened. So this is the antapat panta, the internal path, the path of automatic revelation. Then there's the bahi panta, the external path, the path of external revelation. Um, um, in his Jaiva Dharma, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes these two, antapanta and bahi panta. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, we also find that when Raghunadas comes to meet the Lord, Anjalila chapter 6, that he meets Lord Chaitanya. And when he meets Lord Chaitanya, the Lord Chaitanya is very pleased that Raghunath has now come. And Raghunath is then placed under the care of Sarup Dhamadhar Goswami, who is beginning to guide him in Antaranga Seva. Antaranga Seva means service according to his eternal spiritual identity, not according to the temporary identity of being Raghunathas, but actually his eternal identity as a Manjari. So now in Jaiva Dharma, we find more detail about this and we find that Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes that uh, Sarup Damodar instructed uh, Raghunath in the Antapanta and he instructed Vakreshva Pandit in the Bahi Panti Panta or Raghunath in the internal path, Vakreshva in the external path. Then there's the disciple of Vakreshva Pandit, Gopal Guru Goswami and his disciple, Jana Chandra Goswami, who are also very much involved in um, in developing this external path. Um, so then we see that uh, we see that Raghuna does is is particularly focusing on uh, on on following strict principles of Dharma of for the renounced order 
He's very renounced. He's, he's like living by many very strict principles. He hardly, uh, he hardly eats. He's just like fasting and, and he just eats the remnants in the end, thrown out of the temple, rotten rice, which even cows will not want to eat. And he washes that and takes off the soft uh, part and the soft rotten part and, and then eats the inner, inner core. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes and one day says, oh, Raghunath, what nectar are you having? That says, no, 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 my Lord, this is not for you. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very tall and his arms are very long. So what could Raghunath do? Somehow or other, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu snatched it from his hands and, and tasted this hard core of the rotten rice and said, ah, this is the greatest nectar I've ever tasted. Anyway, back to this internal path and the external path. So these are simultaneous, uh, both in the state of, of Vaidhi Sadhana, of just cultivating Krishna consciousness by trying to follow strict principles of Sadhana as, as we are doing, and in the advanced spontaneous stages of uh, devotional service. There, uh, we still adhere to Sadhachar. So Krishnadas Kaviraj in the Antilila is, is dealing throughout the chapters with this topic of appropriate behavior and describing the very intimate, uh, intimate experiences of love of God in separation. In the first chapter, he describes Amtilila, uh, right? He describes the uh, uh, the play of Rupa Goswami, which describes the mood of Simatra Radharani. Then, in uh, in later chapters, we find until uh, fourteen, we find Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's feelings of separation from Krishna, the transcendental madness of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu takes nectar from the lips of Lord Sri Krishna, the bodily transformations of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, rescuing the Lord from the sea. The Lord mistakes the ocean for the Yamuna. He sees past Krishna performing pastimes with the gopis. He just jumps in. And, you know, chapter 19, the inconceivable behavior of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Like that, we see from chapter 14 to 19, we see uh, a, uh, an intricate description about the ecstatic symptoms of love of God. Whereas uh, we got a little pretaste of that in the first chapter. And then we go to a whole series of chapters which basically deal with uh, with a lot of principles of prescribed behavior, appropriate behavior. Uh, Prajumna Mishra wants to hear from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I am hearing from Ramananda Rai. Prajumna Mishra is sent to Ramananda Rai. Ramananda Rai is too busy to meet him. He's a governor. He comes to his house as a servant. He's sitting in a corridor waiting on a bench, Prajumna Mishra. Then finally, uh, he's waiting a long time and then the servant comes back and 
he asked the servant, is he still, is he still busy or will he find time? And uh, what's he actually doing? And then the servant describes, he's actually teaching these young girls how to dance for, for the Lord. He's wrote a play and how to dance the girl. And he is personally dressing the girls, bathing the girls and massaging their bodies with oil. And Pradyumna Mishra is like, oh, oh, uh, this is like, uh, now it all comes out. Huh? He's acting like a great devotee, but look at what's going on. But when he goes to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and tells this to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, yes, Ramananda Rai is such a devotee. He can do such things. He said, even I cannot do such things. Even when I see a woman, even if I see the wooden form of a woman, I experience, this, I experience changes in my body. Uh, Ramananda Roy, he's so transcendental. He can act like that. So again, uh, prescribed behavior. So in this way, we see the Chaitanya Charitamrita Anjalila is constructed of, of both these points, uh, the internal experience of, of the ecstasies of pure love of God and the feelings of separation are intricately described. And at the same time, there's a lot of emphasis on, uh, on Vaishnava behavior. Now, of course, Krishnadas is, is writing uh, about what transpired in Jagannath Puri. It's not that Krishnadas is, is writing a novel. He is a biographer. He is supposed to write what has happened. Uh, so that's what he's doing. Uh, uh, now, biographers, obviously, uh, when they have integrity, which Krishnadas clearly had, uh, then they try to describe the truth as precise as possible. So that is what he tried to do. Uh, but at the same time, uh, when we see uh, chapter one, Rupak Swami's second meeting with the Lord, chapter two, chastisement of Juna Haridas, chapter three, the glorious Srila Haridas Thakur, chapter four, uh, Sanatana Goswami visited the Lord Jagannath Puri, chapter five, Hapadjuna Nisra received instructions of Ramananda Rai, Chapter 6, the meeting of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Raghunath Das Goswami. Chapter 7, the meeting of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Vanavabhata. Uh, chapter 8, Ramachandra Puri criticizes the word. And then Chapter 9, the deliverance of Gopinath Bhattanayaka. Now here's a certain chronology given in these chapters, one past times placed after the other. Now, it may not be that Krishnadas had exact information uh, about that chronology. It, it, it's highly unlikely that he would have had uh, a pinpointed date, a day, and a time uh, when uh, Sanatana Goswami visited the Lord of Jagannath Puri, right? Because when we start dating the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then uh, we're not even sure, and we're not 100% sure about the birth year of uh, of uh, of Sanatana Goswami. Or for example, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met Rupa and Sanatana, uh, sometimes uh, that is placed a little earlier at 1510. Uh, 
uh, in Ramakeli at 1510 or, or some, some place a little later at 1513. And, you know, Srinabhakti Siddhanta is also uh, sort of uh, giving an opinion, but it's like, it's not pinpointed exactly to the date and the time and the minute. Okay? So in this way, when, the, when we look at the chronology of these chapters, we cannot just look at it like a, a historical chronology. We also look at it as a construction by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami for, uh, for making his point. He is trying to present the life and teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And as he's presenting the life, he's trying, he's doing it mostly uh, following a, a chronology, but there's a little leeway there. Huh? So he's using also the past times to, to establish the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That yes, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is doing what no one did. Namu Mahavananyaya Krishna Prema Padayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Nandangoritusamama. He is disclosing the most intimate pastimes of Lord God, but he is also at the same time making sure that we are not taking it cheaply. And therefore, both the internal experience and the external uh, behavior according to prescribed uh, standards of Sada Charavaishnav etiquette. Uh, this is how the Antyalila is, is dealing uh, with these teams, the Antapanta and the Bahipanta, the internal path and the external path. It, uh, this topic of internal and external path will come back from time to time in my talks. Um, we are now coming to the end of today's episode. We're discussing, uh, we are over this uh, coming period during this year, focusing on an in-depth study of uh, the life and pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, and particularly how these pastimes are, are gradually revealing love of God. Then today we kind of have been looking at our identity, at our identity as a practitioner, how we are beginning in Krishna consciousness and taking up a process and how in this, how in taking bhakti as a process, devotional service as a process, uh, it is partially external um, because we begin to adjust our behavior according to uh, so many external injunctions. Um, we take our bath, we, we eat with the right hand, not with the wrong one. We uh, we take initiation, we are uh, taking a second initiation, we're chanting Gayatri mantras and, and uh, so many things, so many aspects of samana, worshiping deities and 
bowing down and uh, bowing down to Vaishnavas, uh, many, many ways of prescribed behavior are given. Uh, so that is all part of an external uh, aspect of Krishna consciousness, which is very much captured in Pancharatriki, uh, which comes from the Narada Pancharatra. So the uh, Bhakti Rasamrita is in the nectar of devotion and the Hari Bhakti Vilas are dealing with this. Then there's the internal path, the Bhagavad mark. Uh, that is the path of hearing, chanting, and remembering. And immediately there is some taste there. Uh, and But that taste has to mature. So even at the earlier stages of practice, there's already some taste, but that's not ruchi. Uh, it's not ruchi, it's not the stage of ruchi. It is preliminary ruchi, preliminary taste. We're going through different stages in devotional service. Uh, first, strata, initial faith, then sadhu sangha, then uh, that means association with devotees, and in the association with devotees, things get regulated. Then we go to uh, anarta, uh, no, to bhajana kriya, the regulated process. We begin to follow strictly the system of cultivating our, our bhakti. Then we go deeper, purification of the heart starts to happen. And finally, we come to nista. We become very firm. Uh, convinced that all good is coming from this Krishna consciousness, from this bhakti. Krishna bhakti koyla sarvagama krita hai. And finally, ruchi will develop. Then ashakti bhava and pray. So ruchi is taste. So, so when we get this taste, yes, that is there. Uh, that's when the taste has come to a mature stage. It has matured and it has become predominant. Then we say, now you've attained the stage of ruchi. But even at earlier stages, there is taste. From day one, there's taste. And, and that taste, so, so the internal paths, the antapanta, or the internal experience of, of the relationship with Krishna, uh, awakening emotions within our heart, that internal experience begins straight away. That begins straight away. And that's why people, they just somehow or other get attracted. Huh? Ratiyatra comes and suddenly some, some, some people just spontaneously grab the ropes. They may be Muslims, they may be, they may be Christians, it doesn't matter. Suddenly people get spontaneous and they may be atheists, whatever they are. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Somehow or other, they get swept up in the and attracted. And all of us in this way, we are drawn by attraction to Krishna. That is the antipath, the internal path. And that accompanied by the bahipanta, the external path. And then as that matures, this internal path, an external path, 
uh, finally comes to the point of finding our eternal identity. So this movement provides us with identity. First, the identity of a devotee, a practitioner, and then and one who is following bhakti as a process. And then it comes to the one who is going, going to the advanced stages and, and of realizing the eternal identity where bhakti is becoming an experience. And where it is the experience, the constant experience uh, of, of overwhelming loving exchanges and, and serving Krishna, which is the uh, eternal activity of the spiritual world. Hare Krishna. So see you again soon. Um, tomorrow, it will be the 22nd of March, 2020. And I will uh, speak again. Um, let me just take the phone and look at the time. I will speak again. I'm now in Durban, South Africa. I'll speak local time at 12 o'clock. And that corresponds with uh, New York at 6 a.m. Sorry about that. And in, uh, what does it do? In Australia, it will be 9 p.m. Sorry about that as well. And in London, that will be at 10 a.m. And in the rest of Europe, it will be at 11 a.m. So, according to your time zone, you can tune in tomorrow for another life experience about the, about becoming absorbed in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life and teachings, depending on his mercy and, and realizing that that is actually the reality. Um, all that will happen again tomorrow at the 22nd of March, 2020, at 12 p.m. Durban time. Hare Krishna. How do I stop it now?